Welcome to the On Call Room, a Grey's Anatomy podcast. I am Abby. I am Bree, and it's, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful day to podcast. podcast. Um, we are deep diving every single episode of the series Grey's Anatomy. We're currently in season seven, episode 13, 14, and we're just working our way through, and we're talking about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the whole show, just be warned. Spoiler alert. Ooh, we should whisper it every time we say it. Um, if you want to support the podcast, we have had so many new patrons yeah, we've recently. Had a ton. So thank you to all of you for joining Patreon. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's a little website called Patreon. You can find us there at www.patreon.com slash the on call room. Um, if you there you can either be an intern, resident, or attending, and you get things for donating to the podcast. Yeah, so for just $2 a month, you get access to our show notes that we post on the day the episode airs so you can read our ridiculous note-taking skills. You also get access to the Facebook group. Um, $5, you get bonus episodes once once a month, which last month we did the one where we predicted our thoughts before the season premiere. So that's really fun if you're like also watching current grays. We, that's that's usually the time that we would talk about what's happening right. in current grays. Um, you also can call in and leave time of death stamps, which no one's done yet, but yeah. I really want to use that. Should so, do it. Um, and then with $10 a month, you can we are going to be scheduling our co-hosts. We do that every few times throughout the year to try to get everyone in where you can actually be on the podcast and talk to us. You also get access to our once a month Zoom meeting where we go like on a video chat live with everyone. It's so much fun. Uh, It's got helped us like get to, if you see people post in the Facebook group and you're wondering how they all know each other, it's usually through those, I feel like. Yes. Um, Also, what else is there? Um, You can leave a voicemail and get our phone number. Leave us text messages that we can talk about on the podcast. Yeah. It's pretty great. Lots of great things. And we're working. Oh, if you get the episode a day early. So oh. if you like are just really wanting some content early. Yeah. Become an attending. Yeah, do that. Um, we're also working towards a goal to be able to record what we want to call our post-op episodes, where instead of hitting stop like we normally do for patri- patrons, they would get the next like 10 minutes or so, which usually is ridiculous. And we're sometimes still continuing our conversation or something totally random gets brought up. Yes. No promises on if it's Grays related or not, um, but it will be Brie and Abby related. Yes, it will be <laughs> some type of banter. Yeah, so you'll, you can see that goal on our Patreon page, and we'd love for you to check it out and support us. Um, the other way that you can support us is leave a five scalpel review. We've gotten quite a few more reviews recently. So thank you again to anyone who's left a review and Abby's going to read one now. And this is on iTunes and there's stars. If you're unsure, if you're listening for the first time, (laughs) um, this one is by Miss Elvia and it says instantly obsessed. Started this podcast this week. This is only my third time watching Grey's from start to finish. Wait, that's how you know it's a true Grey's fan when they say my only my third time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's so great. Um, I love how it feels like I'm just chatting with my best friends. Like Abby, I too am a sucker for nostalgia. So I love when the girls talk about things from the 2000s. AIM, Freak Dancing, Harry <laughs> Potter, Johnny Depp. Love all the segments and how fun this show is. I always have a good laugh and just feel generally good when I listen to it. I pour my wine and listen. Highly recommend whether you're watching for the first time or the 30th. LOL. Oh, that's so nice. I know. I love that. Thank you. Another way you can support the podcast, um, and this is for our listeners who have tried. So in the past, we've been sponsored by A-Day, which is a really cool women's clothing brand. Um, They have a coupon code for 20% off your first purchase. And our previous code in previous episodes is no longer active. So if you're trying to use that one, please don't. Our new code is the on-call room. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yep. 
Um, and you can check out their stuff at www.thisisaday.com. Um, they're an incredible women-run clothing line that is basically trying to create like a minimalist wardrobe. So if you're someone that wants to find the things you like and then have good quality pieces and not have to go shop like at random places every time you you don't like don't know what to wear. You can have these really beautiful pieces that you can wear forever and ever. Um, I just love that they're women rum. I love that they're ethical and that their stuff is all like made out of like recycled water bottles and all of that good stuff. So Brie and I are actually getting these two shirts mailed to us soon that we're going to be like talking about and maybe we'll post a dumb video or something. Unless Watch we don't out. look good. But we're going to look great. We're going to look so good. So if you want 20% off, go to www.thisisaday.com. And use the code the on call room at checkout. Um, Perfect. Yeah. And lastly, if you have any thoughts or you want to, and you are a patron, patron. Oh my god. Patron. I'll never get it right. Just it's like okay. I'll never get resident <laughs> attending right. Um, you can email. I will us. never be satisfied. <laughs> I will. We haven't talked about Hamilton in so long. I know. Um, you can go to www.theoncallroompod.com and fill out a form there, and we'll get your thoughts. Perfect. Say hi to us. We love you. Uh, we'll be right back. Bree's gonna eat dinner, and then we're gonna record. Okay. So, we have a lot to talk about. Brie and I haven't seen each other in a long time. Yeah. Where have you been? I was in Italy. 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 <laughs> that was terrible. I know. I don't know how to speak Italian. I know how to say grazie. I know how to say... Ciao bella. <laughs> ciao. That's my favorite thing about the language is that that means hi or bye. It's like ciao. You can say that in French too. And it Ooh, means hi it? or bye. Ciao? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Actually, no. Ciao just means bye. In French. What's the like, American of that? What's that? <laughs> What's that? Do you say that as bye too? Yeah. No. What's Um, Like, I don't know. Don't There's one. not one. I know. Um, It was great. We- Thanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my. That's how I greet people. I'm and, sorry. And then I leave. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. It was wonderful. Uh, we went with the same big group of people. And a little, uh, it was great. I don't where, know. What do you want go? me to say about it? We went to Rome. I w- oh, here's a funny story. We went to the, we toured the Vatican, which I'd never done before. Uh-huh. And it was, it was really cool. The art was amazing. <laughs> I'm just like not one with tour. Like we had a physical person tour guide. And I can only be zoned into what they're saying for so long. And then my, I'm just like, I just want to walk around and like look. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we're outside in this beautiful courtyard area, like learning. So they like, when you're in the Sistine Chapel, you're not supposed to talk, although no one listens. And it's like, it could be a very beautiful experience, but everyone's, you're not supposed to take pictures. You're not supposed to talk, but literally everyone is doing does that. that. Yeah. So, um, hi Marge. Um, well, she mowed at me. Um, but so we're learning about the Sistine Chapel outside of it, and like by these big posters so that your tour guide can like point to stuff to tell you to look for it. And my dad, who has like kind of a bad back, is sitting. He has this like little like cane that turns into a chair. Uh-huh. And he was sitting on it, like right behind Jake. And I'm kind of next to my dad. And I see something happen in front of me. But I was like, what was that? And Jake turns around. And on his shirt is like, I'm not kidding you. Like a six inch, maybe one and a half inch wide, lime green bird shit. And he was wearing oh. a pristine white button down. No. Like he looked, I literally took a photo of him that morning. So like, you look so handsome and you're dressed so nice. We're going to the Vatican. Like he was very excited about this. And he turns around and my dad just goes like kind of loud because my dad sucks at whispering. It was just like, 
you got shit on, kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Or wait, no, he goes, a bird shit on you, kid. Oh, this was on Jake. Yes, on Jake. Oh, no. And so Jake turns around and just like, oh. And it, I was like, oh, my God. I went into complete, like, I know if I'm ever a mom someday, I will handle shit because, like. It literally handle shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> I literally just, like, took off running in search of like something to clean him. Like, I don't even, I didn't even react. I just was like, Wah! and like ended up putting my hand in a trash can to find a napkin because the, I, I couldn't, I didn't know what to look. do. Yeah. yeah. And so found one. And like, this is why you should always have a hanky on you. Yes. Well then by the time I came back, two of the people on our tour did have them. So I don't know why I didn't it suck your hand in a trash can. <laughs> it was like going to wipe him up with, with trash. trash. <laughs> but anyways, it was, he was trash wearing, for trash, baby. Yeah. And it was just lime green. And he, it was like, we got, we got like, well, no, I mean, we'd got the chunks off, but it was still like the biggest stain you'd ever seen. And he didn't have anything to change into. And it was just like, so he just went shirtless in the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. Which is illegal. No. Um, and like the tour guide was just like, okay, well she just kept talking. And I was like, he just got shit on like so big. And it was hilarious. And we were all dying laughing. Did everyone that, did he feel really sad? He did. Did everyone I, laugh? And did you laugh? Yes, did everyone I, laugh? And but just the fact that then he started laughing because of the way he's like, he said he felt like a tug on his shirt. Yeah. Because it was that big of a shit that it felt oh, like. Oh, and, and then he turned and all he saw was my dad sitting in this chair going, <laughs> you, you got, got shit, shit on, oh, kid. <laughs> Not even like, oh, no, hey, you. But just like, hey, this just happened. Oh, my God. It missed his head. It missed my dad and me by like inches. Oh, so God. I don't know. It. Oh, I was like, no. I'm glad it's not on your head, babe. And he was like, I wish it was. I could have washed it off. That's like, true. Yeah. So anyways, he doesn't know if that's good luck. Marge is like, in your plants. Um, she, <laughs> <What is laughs> so much. She, uh, he didn't know if it's good luck to be shit on by a bird, in the, a holy bird. Maybe. But why was it lime green? Well, because I think those birds were, it was like these seagull birds. Uh-huh. And I think they're eating the grass. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I don't know. It was weird. Um, was like, so then we went into like, you know, this holy place and Jake had poop on him. Poor Jake. That is like one of my biggest fears maybe is just I, having to walk around with birch <laughs> on me. And I was glad him and not me because I wouldn't have taken it as well. Yeah. And I was also wearing a pristine white shirt. And yeah. And so I was like, ooh, sucks to be you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... That was like cool. I don't know. Oh, we went to Pompeii. Yeah. Which has been on my bucket list for years. It was amazing. Here are two things I will say. Okay. One is I hyped it up too much in my mind. Okay. I thought there were bodies like all over the place. Okay. Like I thought, like I knew they had been like, you pour, they poured plaster into them. They're like these molds. And I figured they'd be like enclosed. But I thought there was like a bunch and that they were just like in the spots they found them. Turns out that's very incorrect. There are three there or four. Okay. And all the bodies were like not, they were like found by the water because people tried to like escape. Right. And then didn't, like they weren't all found like in their homes. Like a lot of them were, but not. And also like a lot of the bodies that they found and like have preserved are in museums around the world. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I was like. But like I'm on your team here and I would <laughs> yes. think the same thing. Yeah, so I was like. During the tour, like, we're, I mean, they're like, look, the Roman aqueducts. Look, these are there. And you're like, cool, piping. And they were very smart. I get it. Yeah. Where, where are, are the, the bodies? bodies? <laughs> Show me the bodies. And like, it's this huge town. So like, I wish, again, we had a tour guide. I wish it had just been free time because I could have explored for a long time. Yeah. They and probably don't want I you imagine, doing that. No, you can do that. This, oh. We, like, our group had hired oh. an, a, tu- a tour guide, which is great because I learned a lot. 
but I didn't like, I imagine my dream day with, and it would be like you and me just wherever we want to go. Yeah. That sounds great. Shit. But like, so the bodies were at the end and they were, they were in glass cases far away from me. Like they were in this thing. Mm. Not, it, a, not as a, and they were the ones I'd seen in a, like my art history class. Oh yeah. Like in a textbook. So I was like, oh, I saw these. Yeah. I now wanted- I'm seeing them in person. I wanted lots of bodies. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a hut. <laughs> so I think I need to go to that that science exhibit, the like bodies one. Oh yeah, like That's the bodies. Exp- yeah. That's more suited to me. Yeah. <laughs> but um it was great. It was like, I mean, the Romans are smart. So how many people twenty three got- oh died. stuck. Yeah. I don't even know. Mo- everyone that lived there. Oh. <laughs> and so it was crazy too, because before the volcano erupted, it was like a on the 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 town was like on the water, like the ocean or the Amalfi, whatever that is. I don't know what coast. Yeah, yeah, it was like right up to it, and so they all ran towards the water. But then, like the lava ever came, but the whole landscape has changed since then. So the sea is like miles and miles and miles away now because it like so oh, right, much. Right. Yeah. So which is crazy, but um, apparently they died because it was like a hundred and sixty mile, hundred sixty five mile per hour wind at like some insane temperature. I don't remember what cooked them like. Like, came rushing in and just, like, cooked them from the inside out. So you did learn a lot from the tour. Yeah, and I learned that it's, like, the Amsterdam of Rome, the Roman area, because it was, like, a town people traveled through. So, like, it's kind of a wild town. Like, they had this, of course, we're such stupid Americans. We're like, show us the brothel. <laughs> and there's, like, a brothel, which is actually really sad because they were, like, sex slaves. But because everyone spoke different languages that came there, to choose what service you wanted, they had, like— basically these paintings, which are still up on the walls because they were like al fresco or it's, I don't know, whatever, of like a menu of servicing. Whoa. So like weird erotic paintings. Weird. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of interesting. The beds were stone. I'm assuming they put some sort of pad on them. But looked, I would have. And yeah. they, either those people were really short or those beds are small. I think people were shorter back then. I think they were shorter back then. But yeah. like stone beds. I have pictures of them. I'll show you one. Um, but yeah, so it was... I'll pull it up later. It was wild. So I did more than that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was all. That was all she did. Ladies uh, we and went on, we were in Sorrento. If anyone wants to like know where to go, go to Sorrento. It was magical. It was on the coast. Went on boat days, like ate good seafood, swam in the Mediterranean. It Jake got sung by jellyfish. <gasps> he did. I didn't get to be on it. I wanted yeah. to so bad. It Why wasn't didn't, that bad. Oh, they just put cream on it. Stupid. But then we got out and I saw the jellyfish and I was like, that was the last time we went swimming and I was like, thank God, because I would never go in again. There were so many of them. Oh. Like little. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. And then um, then we went to like Siena area, went to Montepulciano, Montalcino, Siena, and like went to wineries. I ordered so much wine that I'm going to share with you. Oh, that's amazing. Comes. Yeah. Like, oh, did the, so it will be shipped to you? Yes. Yeah, so by the time you are done with the tasting, you're drunk. And that's so when, you're ordering shit. Yeah, like I was mad. like, Jake, we need like a case of this, and yeah. it's like, like shipping is a hundred euro, and you're like, yes, it's fine. fine. <laughs> we'll have a card. The worst is my my dad. Like we, my dad and I kept being like, oh, you get, I'll get a half, you get a half, and like, <laughs> and then like now I'm like, I have no idea. I what? think he owes me money, but I don't think he's ever gonna pay me. <laughs> and like, so, but it's gonna be good. It was really fun. It was the most beautiful place ever. If you care about photos of Italy, I'm gonna do a blog post soon, and then you can look on my personal Instagram. So. Which is? Abby Elmore. Abby, there's an L in there. That's your personal one? Well, it'll be, oh, on, my, it'll be on that one. Yeah. There's also like a highlight on my Instagram page <coughs> if you feel like looking at my stories because I wanted to save it for myself. So you can look at that there. It was really fun. It was great. I'd like to go on a vacation with you sometime again. 
Yeah, I, I would love that. To work. Yeah, it would be great. I am. So, what was your very favorite part? Your very favorite part. It's like a two-parter. One is like the boat days are always my favorite, but I could be on Lake Michigan or I could be on the Amalfi. Like it doesn't. Matter. I just love being on the water. Yeah. And the boat that we go on, we went on last time when we were there. And it's like this big, like the top is just mattress pads, basically. Like it's big, flat, and like everyone can hang out. So we just like DJ and like hang. Drink and yeah, it was great. And I would say, I'm trying to pick a re- like something that isn't as, I don't know, that's probably my favorite time. Also, just like being like at night, we ate dinner together every night at like one big long table. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. And then we would like go up to this like lookout spot and the guys would smoke cigars. And like I would actually start drinking water because I was so full and couldn't fit anything more in me. But it was just great. Like, well, you, you, we chatted a couple times on FaceTime while you were there and you said you never got hungover. No, because I couldn't get drunk because I ate 40,000 calories a day. That's amazing. Of pure carbs. I don't, I, Listeners, I still, like, I think I had, eventually, like, six days in, I took a laxative because I had eaten, consumed more food than I had in a month here in the States and hadn't gone to the bathroom. Which is terrible. Took a laxative. It exited me. (laughs) The demon was was gone. It was great um, and terrible all at once. It was so hot. That's all I remember. (laughs) (laughs) The room, the bathroom I was in was so hot. And the toilet seats, wait, I will say this. The toilet seats there, I don't know if they don't believe in comfort or they don't care, but you know how we have, like, the thicker seat so that your ass is like sitting on something. Yeah. They have like what I kept being like, oh, the seat must be up. And like, no, that's just what oh. it's like. So you're, it's not even comfortable. I either am falling in or it's like right on my tailbone. Yeah, that's terrible. So at one point, I, what the, well, the time I took the laxative, I sat sideways on the toilet. Oh, that sounds kind of like a smart idea. Because <laughs> it was comfier. <laughs> but yeah, and I used a trash can to put my feet on. <laughs> so if that's not like a great image. So yeah, that was the one time, and then I I took a half a laxative later. So those I pooped twice in ten days. That is out of control. And then it That's still not hasn't. I know. And then I it's still been messed up. So last night I took down a but like a thing that is for that issue to like help me out. Yeah, because I'm like all I just I don't think I ate a vegetable for a month, and so <laughs> my <laughs> turns out your body can't ne- do what it needs to yeah, do on wine that. and pasta. Yeah. I mean, maybe I ate tomatoes because they were in the sauce. But that's it. Or like a leaf of basil, if that even counts. <laughs> the best food I had, this is what I'll end on, was uh, the chef at the second place we stayed at was on Hell's Kitchen Italy. She was like a contestant. Oh. She didn't win. Um, and she made, because they have truffles there, like that they hunt for, like truffle mushrooms. She made a truffle ravioli that is my phone background. It was oh, like. It's your phone background. <laughs> Brie, it was like usually in the U.S. when you get truffle anything, it's yeah. Like, I don't really like it. I know you. Okay, well, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say you just get like a little bit, like a peppering. Marge, I have to put you down. Do I just oh, pick her up? Yeah. Here? Does she have a sore? No. <laughs> She's. I mean, she might. She's fine. Um. Okay. Wow. I picked up a cat. Wow. <laughs> Made me nervous. Yeah. I didn't ask for her consent. Um, <laughs> but uh, you just get like a dusting of truffle. But this was like like slices of truffle mushroom. And so if you like truffle. It was the, it's so fucking good. I like almost cried while eating it. I ate so slowly because I was like, I will. And then when she came back around, I was like, anyone want to? I was like, yes, I'm full, but like, I will I never more. eat this again. Yeah. That's amazing. So that was the best part. The truffle what? ravioli. Yeah, I would pick that over any day. <laughs> Just <laughs> give me that dinner and I'm good.
Um, tell me about I did. What were your ten days? What did you do? Was it- you know I blacked out. I don't know. It's just not the same with you not around. Um, you fell in love with a. I fell in love with a podcaster. Oh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> you don't have to talk about it. I will just say that I had a specific dream about Dak Shepard and I texted Abby about it and I like woke up and I like March, couldn't bitch. March. <laughs> she, she, this, like, she just took the loop of this camera strap and grabbed Oh my it. God, okay, she's March. good. Sorry. And I like couldn't stop thinking about him and I texted Abby. I was like, it's like, I miss him? Question mark. It was really weird. It was and so what I realized was I had been listening to a lot of his podcasts, and I had listened to it quite a bit, but, like, I don't know. I just uh, listening to yeah. a lot of it. And what ends up happening is you feel like you know them. Or you feel like you're having these conversations. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like he's my friend. Right. And, like, he's from Michigan. And right. So, like, They've all been the- bringing up Michigan a lot, too, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, and so I was just, like, we really get each other, and he, like, <laughs> thinks I'm funny. And I was like, wait, he doesn't know <laughs> no. me. It was like kind of an Orlando Bloom situation again. It was really weird. Um, I yeah. So I was texting Abby about that. Um, I I got it and I understood. Yeah, it's. And you said that he's your new Orlando Bloom. I think he is. I don't know why. Well, but then okay. So then I went down this huge rabbit hole and was like on his Instagram. Um, and then I was like looking at photos of him online. He is not a good dresser. No, he dresses weird. He dresses really weird. And he's actually not that cute. March. March. <laughs> She's rubbing into the microphone. What do I do? Okay, it's taken care of. Okay. We put Marge away. <laughs> just kidding. She's with John. <laughs> we put her away. Uh, it was just a funny text exchange, and I feel like everyone should have a friend that you're allowed to share your... Oh, well, no, I was just... With. Oh, but yeah, I was looking at the photo. He's not... Like, he... he he makes really weird faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I can tell that maybe he's like, he's try, He's not trying to make that. I don't know. I think he tries really hard. That's also. what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird. I, I, I like just his, want to talk to him. He's got a weird hair situation going on sometimes too, but yeah. we don't want him to know this because we want him to be friends with us. So. I No, I like, I am absolutely in love with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's just the fact that the conversation ended with Brie going, and I miss him. I miss him. That was the weirdest part was I woke up from this <laughs> dream and I was like, I really miss him. Like, I was like, I don't even know this person. How could I miss someone that I don't even know? But like, it was like that longing yeah. feeling for him. It must have been a great dream. <laughs> yeah, it was a really great dream. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. Also, I told Abby that I am like almost done with Goblet of Fire. Yes, guys, she's in the Barty Crouch chapter. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. You don't look at the chapter names? Well, yeah, but I don't remember she's which one She's almost to the graveyard, which is- I'm almost there. Yeah. Yeah, so- well, When I said that, the graveyard is the name of the chapter. Oh. But yeah. But that's, but I know what happens. Also, that's, is the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's almost there. She's like doing it. Yeah, and, and I, I, when, when you left, I was like- Not that far. No, I was probably like a hundred, like two, maybe a hundred, two hundred pages in. Right. So I've done work. I asked her if she was a, if she was into these later books a little more than the earlier ones, and I said yes. I I still feel like the beginning of each of the books is really boring. Okay, and so that's why I think it took me so long to like. 
I've been reading Goblet of Fire for a long time, but it's because I couldn't get past the beginning. I like, I just want to deal with school. what's, yeah. I just wanted to deal with when we're at Hogwarts. Yep. Like, I don't care about any of that other fucking bullshit in the beginning. Yeah. Like this Quidditch thing and like so the- So scary though. Yeah, it's scary, but I was like, let's, not, let's move mm-hmm. along. Um, How do you feel about like, so all of the different characters in this book that aren't in the movies, like Winky, Ludo Bagman. All oh of- yeah, I wondered, I was trying to think of this in my head the what worst- they- Looked like, and I couldn't because I don't know who this they is are. the worst movie to book adaption. Okay, they completely because I mean it's a very detailed book, and yeah. they swept a lot of it out. Okay, that's what that makes me feel better because I was like, wait, I don't remember this person. Yeah, or- well, the whole story is totally fucked because of that. And also, I will tell you that I feel like if you can get through this book, this is when the real story starts. Like you had to get through all of the past and like setting the scene and like now shit is like about to get fucked. Right. Like shit is really happening. And even though you're over halfway in book sense, as far as pages go, you're like about halfway. You know what I mean? Like right. there's so much more to go. So right. you're in the good you made it. I've made it. Yeah. I like am looking down though at the bookshelf of like the other three books and I'm yeah. like, fuck, they're so big. But that's but but like I said, there's less of that like meh, you know, crap. The only yeah. thing in the next book is I hate that Professor Umbridge. Yeah. Like if you hated her in the movies, she's just it's even worse it's than like the, you're just hater in the books. Yeah. But the fifth book's my favorite as of last reread. So well, but I thought you said he was super changes. angsty. He is. He's angry, but I like it. Oh. Because it's like being a teenager. Remember how like Ugh. Yeah, it's super angsty. Yeah. So anyway, I'll keep you all updated, but that's pretty much what I've been doing. That's perfect. Yeah. And uh, I have a cold now, so. You're being in great spirits for having a cold. You know, just try it. Um, This is like a news about Jake, but he passes EMT tests. Which is incredible news. Yeah, so my husband can now apply to work on an ambulance, which is great. Crazy. I can have any health problem happen, not any. I can have any health problem. I can cut my finger in the kitchen and he will hopefully know what to do with it. That is very true. Or I could, he can do CPR. That I, yeah, I should learn. I feel learn. safe about this. Yeah, I, I feel safe. <laughs> I feel like I can live more recklessly now. Yeah. Uh, that's important to know how to do. I do not know how to perform CPR. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's exciting. I don't know. That's all. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be recording with you again. It's great. Yeah, it's beautiful day to podcast it's a beautiful day to podcast should we take a break and get into the episode yeah i think so motorcycle cue the motorcycles jesus all right so we've got season seven episode 13 and 14 um don't deceive me please don't go and pyt pretty young thing both songs have parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to, which monologue do you Speaking wanna of PYT, yeah. have you watched the documentary? No, not yet. Dude, it's I mean, I'm sad, going to. But. Like, I can't. Like, I can't. I know. Anymore. I know. I, I heard a good thing that was like, and maybe it was actually on an armchair episode podcast. I think it, it was. It, Dex Joseph, talked about it. Did you listen to the Joseph? Book? Yeah. Like that, you can appreciate. But, but yeah, but I just can't. Well, no, mine is like. I will still honor if I have a personal memory attached to a song. Like, I'm not going to get rid of my memory that I have. Like, I did once a dance class to this, and I have yeah. a memory. Like, so I'm not I'm not saying that I'm going to listen to it nonstop, but if I hear it, I, I don't know. I'm not, At a wedding, I'm not going to get mad that they're playing Oh, song. sure, no. I don't think you can get mad if it's on the radio, but, like, I don't know. Once I, want, once I watched the documentary, I was like, I can't 
imagine myself putting it on a Spotify playlist. Right. Like right. me it personally feels... choosing to do that Correct. after. Like, right. Ugh, no, yeah. I feel the same way. So I did end my wedding to that one song. I know. So that's what I, so I guess what I'm speaking to like, I'm not going to let that ruin that memory. Oh, for sure. Me. No, you can't. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if that song comes on, I'm going to choose to think about my wedding night, not the song itself. Right. And who the person behind right. the song. But I'm not going to do that to all of his, like just the ones that I already have a personal sure. attachment to. Anyways, I already just forgot that I had that song. Okay, great. Now I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. Which monologue do you want to read? The first one? Sure. Okay. Um, doctors practice deception all of the time. We give vague answers to hard questions. We don't talk about post-op pain. We say you'll experience some discomfort. If you didn't die, we tell you the surgery went well, but the placebo has to be the doctor's greatest deception. Half of our patients, we tell the truth. The other half, we pray that the placebo effects real. And we tell ourselves that they'll feel better anyhow. Believing helps on the way. Jesus, I, <laughs> when in fact, we're leaving them to die. Doctors practice deception every day on our patients, on their families. But the worst deception we practice is on ourselves, which is why sometimes it takes us a while to realize that the truth has been in front of us the whole time. Meredith Gray. All right, for PYT, one of the hardest lessons as a doctor is learning to prioritize. We're trained to do all we can to save life and limb, but if cutting off a limb means saving a life, we learn to do it without hesitation. It's not an easy lesson to learn, and it always comes down to one question. What are the stakes? What do we stand to gain or lose? At the end of the day, we're just gamblers trying not to bet the farm. Surgery is a high-stakes game, and no matter how high it's, it stakes, sooner or later, you just have to go with your gut. And maybe, just maybe, that will take you right where you were meant to be in the first place. Meredith Gray. Okie dokie. I guess I'll try shotgun workup. Go for it. Okay. We have patient one, John Driscoll, Alzheimer's disease. Martha Elkin, multivessel coronary disease. Daniel Cobb, Alzheimer's disease. Kelly Torres, pregnancy. Victoria, vascular dementia. Anthony Windsor, pseudoaneurysm in splenic artery, Thatcher Gray, kidney stone, baby cook, hypoplastic I've left. I read that as baby cook. <laughs> baby cook, hypoplastic left heart syndrome, Randy Schaus, bilateral hip dislocations, broken femur, broken radius, broken ribs, broken metacarpals. Nice job. Those were all kind of easy. Yeah, that was good okay, though. perfect. Um, rounds, we have Callie, Arizona, and Mark hearing the heartbeat. Um, in regards to this, Arizona decides to be all in. So we'll kind of talk about the three of them yep. together. Um, and also how they start treating <laughs> and controlling Callie. Um, then we have Mark telling Lexi about the baby. Um, and Jackson kind of gets brought into the picture. We'll talk about, about that as well. Um, Derek starts his Alzheimer's trial. Um, Mare is back on his team. And she denies um, a trial that Chief wants to do. Or Weber, I guess. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the chief resident update. Um, and then we have Lucy. Um, she hates Krev. Um, we'll talk about their dynamic. And then Thatcher's back in the hospital and um, Lexi addressing her feelings in regards to him. Perfect. First, First notes? Yeah. Mine is, why do, I recently have bangs. Uh-huh. And I said, why do Mare's bangs look so good Her bangs in the did look the, really good. These two good. episodes, yeah. I was like, do I need shorter bangs? Yeah, they no, it's because she has a stylist in the morning. I know. They look so good, though. Yeah. They're full and, like, bouncy. Yeah. Um, mine was, God, this 
is the same alarm that John has, and it is very triggering. <laughs> oh, like yes. the same exact noise. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I can't wake up to that. It's very rough. Um, also, it goes off in like the middle of the night for you? No. Well, it would go off in the middle of the day. Okay. But but when you used to be on the same schedule. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, okay. Which do you, what should we talk about first? Um, should we just... I feel like the trial or Callie story are like the biggest ones. Yeah, so maybe we should talk about Thatcher. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Thatchy Thatch. So this happens in the second episode, episode 14. Yes. Um, He comes in and without telling either of his daughters, uh, they find out because Bailey has, like, she comes in and asks questions. About About because he's not providing information or whatever. And then they're like, wait, my dad's here? I actually really liked this. I forgot this happened. Like, I had no memory of this. And I don't I don't know. Part of it, I think it brought out some funny things. So, like, I just thought it was, I don't know. I was in a weird mood while watching this episode where I thought everything was funny. And I just loved it when he's, like, trying to tell Lexi to calm down because she's freaking out. And first of all, never tell a woman to calm down. Yeah. It doesn't help. Um and she is just the least, and she keeps saying, like, I'm the calmest one here. <laughs> um, and I can't believe he's dating that woman. Uh, that's Babe from All My Children, if anyone oh. wants to know. I used to be an All My Children fan. Um, fan. Also, like, Sloan, like, Little Gray. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, not Little Gray. Little little Sloan. What? Uh, from previous episodes. Oh. Uh, Sloan's daughter. Yes. Um, is also from All My Children. Oh, okay. I was like, so, wait, is that there her? you have uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I just didn't remember this at all. And I honestly, like, I get that they both have shared experiences. I think her name is Danny. she goes by. Yeah. And Thatcher. But oh, I do not. How? Is this a thing? They do not look at even remotely like they would go together. Yeah. And. Even if you think of his past wives. Yeah. It's like it's Susan was the mommiest of moms. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't know. And her just being like, we're good for each other. I mean, sure. Like Yeah. It was just she's weird. Good. Yeah. I it's love very much a midlife crisis. Thing. Yes. And she said that. She kept like yelling that about her. But I love when she says to Bailey, Bailey comes in and she's like, and this is my father's girlfriend who I've just met now. <laughs> and like I just thought the way Bailey, like her facial expressions in all of these scenes and the way like Lexi's face then when she starts talking about sex. Oh my God, that was fun. I thought that was really funny when Danny or whatever her yeah. name and name was, was, you know, talking to Bailey and turns to Lexi and was like, you might not want to be here for this. And she's like, no, it's like, it's fine. I'm a doctor, you know? And then she's like, well, we were being intimate and I was, was on, on top. top. And her, Lexi squirming out of the room was very funny. Yeah, she like makes noises. Yeah, she's and like, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then leaves. And then it cuts to Bailey who just goes, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I think I just, this was a, Lexi was like t- peak Lexi in these ones. Yeah. And just the way, I loved what it did for her and Meredith, which we'll talk about. Um, I'm just like going down through my nose. Or my, I read the word nose, which we'll <laughs> talk about. That nose job needs an entire new topic because that was so gross um let's see what else did I have to say about this um I mean pretty much ultimately in this episode like Lexi is not okay like she's not okay about the mark thing she I think like she talks to Avery about like she's being left behind and so I think also she probably feels that in a little bit in regards to her dad like you know he is in a relationship he's moving on and she's being left behind yeah I that 
that like speech that she was giving to Jackson was really sad. I wrote some quotes. Yeah, it said he didn't even ask my opinion. Oh, this was about Mark. But yeah. I feel like it could also again go like her go with her dad. Like you said, he didn't even ask my opinion. He just clobbered. He just clobbered me. He's leaving me behind again. And like, yeah, you're right. It's like perfectly mirroring that. Yes. Um, I I also feel like it's the first time for Lexi that her parent has like now been with someone else. Like Meredith has already. Like, seeing that, and I just think for any kid, it's weird when your parents start dating. Like, I can speak to— It's just super weird. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter who it is. Or what age you are. You're not really on board. You yeah. Because it's, like, a weird change. Yeah. Also, sometimes I think we forget our parents are, like— Humans? Right. And so when they're doing human things, you're like, what the— No. What the fuck are you doing? Right, exactly. You have no right. <laughs> we also learned we thought he was rejecting the— the kidney or the, the liver. liver, sorry, but he actually just had kidney stones, which is good. Yeah, um, and I also loved Lexi's. Well, before Lexi wants Meredith to go in there with her, which I think is such a funny like thing happening. And, and Christina's like, "Yeah, let's go. Like, let's go see." And Christina says to Meredith, "You tangle with one hell's angel. You tangle with the gang." <laughs> there are so many funny one-liners in this. I didn't hear that. Oh, That's it was funny. Just really comical because they kept calling her. She kept calling her a, like a slut with tattoos or the slutty tattooed yeah. person. And then she did have like she had like a hooker uh, on her arm. Yeah, um, tattooed. Yeah, she was drunk. She it's also fine. Gave she's the, sober now. The speech to the to Danny because they were thinking she freaks out and starts thinking it's cancer. You know, and Lexi says to her, "That's what happens when you date an old man. Old men get cancer." <laughs> It was just great. She was off the rails and I was She like it. freaks out at her too when she like tells her to get back when she says back the hell up. Yeah. Right yeah. now. Yeah. Which is which also is kind of true. Like I know Lexi didn't behave probably in the most appropriate way there, but also like she was in the, the doctor's way, like being she's like, like, tell me what I can do. Tell me. I it's like, you're not a me. fucking doctor. No, get was, out of the fucking way. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Also, just because there's like, kind of ties into that with Meredith. When the, my favorite scene was when they're in lunch together, like in some weird room, and like Karev is like doing the Alzheimer's trial to himself, like asking the <laughs> questions, and Christina and Mare are going over Meredith's mother's like trial thing, and um, Jackson is trying to get things out of Lexi. I'm combining a lot of topics, but it will make sense. <laughs> and um, and Lexi. It's like, oh, or Meredith says, oh, does he want more organs? Like talking about Thatcher. And Jackson goes, is that upsetting you? To Lexi, like, <laughs> is that something you'd like to talk about? And then Meredith has the line, I can't deal with my dad. I need to deal with my mom right now. And like, because she's reading her journals. And I just think it was comical. Anyways. Yeah. So Thatcher is going home with a clean yeah. bill of health. Thatcher is fine. He had kidney stones. He comes in the hospital a lot. He is there quite often. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I don't think we ever see this girlfriend again. No, I don't think so either. I wonder, though, is this the last time we see Thatcher before? He dies? No, like before he comes. Yeah. Like, does he come on again? Does he drink again? Uh, Or is he sober? uh, I can't remember. I can't either. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um... Should we talk about, oh God, well, if we talk about Mark, then we have to talk about Callie. What's another short Chief resident update? Yeah. So the first episode is when Jackson and Christina are working with Teddy and with that sweet, sweet dear old lady. Oh, she's so sweet. There was a couple moments where I got like GGBs. Yeah. When she was like afraid to like have the surgery because she like, you know, 
she wants to be able to just be with her grandchildren or whatever. And I don't know. She was just, she had the sweetest little double well, yeah, chin. Yeah, she said. <laughs> Not little. It was quite large. It was quite large. Yeah, she was such a good actress for yeah. like playing this sweet old woman. She said, um, she was looking at all those photos too and she's scared. And then she talks about her kids and she's like, I don't want to be a burden. Oh, and yeah. And that part like just broke me because also like it just sucks that when you get old. like You become a burden. Yeah. And then I loved Christina, even though like, I think part of Christina was doing the, like, being the best caregiver to outdo Jackson. But I also think she just, like she said to Jackson, sometimes I do things because I'm a good doctor. Yeah. She said to her, like, you could go to this baby's wedding. And I thought that was, like, Mm -hmm. so, like, such a good way of putting that for that old woman. Also, that old woman got the best care ever. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They should all be like that. Yeah. Um, And then what did you think about Christina Jackson makes the comment about Christina missing time in the OR, and then she's, like, faking it. What did you think? Of, like, Oh, I— Did you think she was sad, or did you remember that? I, I think I remembered, but when Jackson did say that, I did make a note, like, that was very uncalled for. Like, yeah, saying that below about— below the belt. Yeah, yeah, saying that about Christina. Um, it is very funny to me that Christina didn't give a she shit. Back <laughs> yeah. <up. laughs> And eats an apple and tells Meredith, like, he's going to be looking for Owen for a long time. He's at the, the dentist. dentist. Which is funny because, like, this scene right before Owen we saw Owen, but whatever. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And at real, first I was, like, really like, wow, that comment brought her— I didn't like, think her PTSD was, was like that. Yeah. It wasn't. So, um, it was good. It was good on Christina. It was, yeah. I also wanted to point out with Christina and the way, like, she cared for that elderly patient that I think she has a soft spot for elderly people. Because, mm-hmm. like— I think about like that old guy who with, with who she just helped get the transplant, and like then later in seasons like Mr. Feeney, although that's not his name. Yeah, like, I just feel like she has more patience and understanding for old people who are like nervous about things or whatever versus like someone right- who's younger. Yeah, yeah, I think that's an interesting observation. But I would probably agree. I just I loved it. I loved that old lady. Yeah. Oh, we need to talk about Bailey tweeting also. Yeah, I have that as a whole. Because that and in the next one, the guy making videos for the internet, this is a very, like, dated, tech-heavy— Should we just talk about it? Yeah, I just want to say that when Chief said he was looking at Bailey's cheats on the internet (laughs) was— Yeah. That had me audibly laughing. Yeah, the whole, like, even, like— First, he called it tweeter yeah. early in the episode. Like, the way that they had him slightly alter it. Yeah. Um, and then when he's, like, when he says he's looking at Bailey's tweets on the internet or whatever, I think he says it to, to Owen. Owen. Yeah. And then he's, like, I think you mean tweets. He's, like, whatever. And Owen's, like, no, no you no. want to, like, get that right. <laughs> yeah, that was, like, such a good moment. Also, like, yeah, so what a timestamp for this episode. Because, yeah. like, Twitter was probably, like— newer yeah or like becoming very popular like now it's like it's just been around for so long that it's a part of normal life but yeah that scene was so funny and he's like typical chief just like like any of our parents like just not quite getting the word right no not quite understanding what it is right like it's just something he didn't know how to find it he was yeah (laughs) and he like he didn't want it in the OR without even knowing what it is. You know, just like, nope. This yeah, window. I don't like this new fangled stuff. Yeah, but then he ends up loving it. He leans into it. So the tweeting is saving the dude's <laughs> life. Right. I loved how Bailey, too, when when she's deciding whether or not to, to tweet, even though, like, he told her not to, and she says, 
the man would never know. Like yeah. she says, like, <laughs> yeah. just the way she calls him the man. And like, they're all like, April and them are just on board with it. Um, oh, it was just so funny. I thought it was really sweet where someone said like that, I don't remember, it was like, Last time I was with you, I was a re- I was a resident. Like you were my chief. Yeah. It's like nice to be scrubbing, Neil. like scrubbing in with you again or whatever. I was like, oh, like, I, I wrote, really sweet. I wrote chief's response that was Neil. Really? <laughs> well, I'll be. It's <laughs> literally what his response was. Oh, chief. I said his ego loves Twitter. Yes. Like he is ego driven, kind of. Oh, and then where he was like talking about. Um, Ah, Alice, and he was just like getting super excited. He's sitting and, on the chair. Yeah, there's like, like a patient on the table. Yeah, it also. was weird. It was weird. But um, also in the scene when he says teats, he also <laughs> uh, Owen starts talking about yeah, like you know GPS used to only be used for the army, and now everyone uses it. Like no one goes out without it. And Chief goes, yeah, I don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> that was his actual response. Uh, just like a lot of this episode made me die laughing. Oh um, man. I thought it was a little... I thought it was just funny that, like... Also, I don't think they ever tweet again. No. <laughs> no, that was just, like, in a one episode. I feel like a lot of the things in these episodes yes. were just, like, a quick little... For sure. ...thing that we never see again. But, like, you were saying, like, the videotape thing. Well, yeah, like, well, last thing on Twitter is Twitter was also only 140 characters then. I think it's 360 now. They've oh, made they've it. changed you it. You can yeah. tweet longer things. Um, so that was also a timestamp. Yeah, so in the second one, there's the patient that's with... Like Callie and Owen. Mm-hmm. And again, Owen loves Twitter, but now he's against YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that they, was. <laughs> they don't ever say YouTube, but like these, these guys. It's obvious. Tried that. to make a human slingshot to fling themselves into a pool. Yeah, but over he a house. flung into a wall yeah. instead. And Owen is like, I says he. Very mad. I says he like war guilt him at the end too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you should only be getting hurt like this if you're in war. Yeah. Like, it's a little to Owen for me. I said, why is he calling his patient an idiot? At first I thought he knew them, but he didn't. He just was literally calling his patient an idiot from the beginning to yeah. his face. Yeah. I that's interesting. War, <laughs> war guilt, war, war shaming him. Yeah. Cause I part of me, like I think as the viewer, we're supposed to be happy that he does that. Right. And I kind of felt that way. But also, yeah, dude, like you're a doctor, just like you don't really get an opinion. Yeah. Just like Save the person or help the person and then be done. Be done. Yeah, because like Callie walks in, he's like, this idiot tried to sleep. And I was like, oh, must be an old friend. And then I was like, oh no, doesn't know him at all. Um, Yeah, it was actually, yeah, you're right. That's really inappropriate. It was very like, remind me of, I wonder if Jackass was really popular at that time. Oh, yeah. Because that's like literally probably something they did. Also, I loved Jackass. So did I. I thought it was very funny. (laughs) But um, I bet you it was. And Viva La Bam or whatever. (laughs) The one they would just like beat up their parents when we're like slapped. Terrible. (laughs) I think one of them's dead. I think Bam is. Is Bam Bam dead? I think, or the dad, or is it the uncle? They all look um, the same. No, what? Ryan Dunn is dead. Right. From is Jackass. Bam is Bam. Mar- Mar- is it coming up? Um, I think his dad is, or one of them. Oh, yeah. no, Ryan Dunn. But, so Bam. <laughs> Ryan Dunn died in a car crash, remember? But, yeah. Um, no, Bam, Bam is alive. Bam used to, remember, they would make- Wait, a- how did Bam die? <laughs> They would dig a hole in their lawn and the dad would be mowing the lawn and fall into like a literal pit. That 
<laughs> or they would put they put an alligator in the kitchen with their mom once. So stupid. <laughs> Why did we watch this? I just shit? remember thinking if I have a child and, and that, that child, child does that shit to me. Oh, and I, the mom. I remember the mom. Didn't she have like dark hair? And she, she was, was like, like ah! <laughs> they would like wake up the dad and just by like slapping him in the middle. <laughs> I want to watch clips of this now. Oh, Can this shoot. be a bam? What was that show? Oh, Viva La Bam. Viva La Bam. <laughs> So funny. Oh, oh no, wait. The mom had blonde hair. Yeah, she had like short hair. Yeah, wait, look. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, we need to watch this after we record. Okay. Keep that up so we don't forget. Oh, oh, and what was the one dude's name who was really big and he like (laughs) gibberish? He's like the uncle. He was like the dad's brother. Yeah, but he never knew what he was saying. Bam's uncle. I think (laughs) Phil was the dad. Bam's uncle. Oh, no, I'm on images. Is it him? Yeah, but I just want. Oh, wait. Bam's uncle. What was his name? Vincent. Do you have a picture? Dude, I have a mugshot. Oh, shit. See him? Vincent Batteries on Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Oh, oh Don God. Vito. Oh, oh that's... <laughs> that was, his name was Don Vito. Yeah, but he would, like, mow the lawn and fall yeah. into a pit. <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, um, what were we talking about? I don't... Act- oh, those videos. <laughs> so, anyways, I think that was that era is my point. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Well, moving on Moving from on that. from that. Um, should we talk about uh, Lucy... Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, the last thing about the chief resident update, Karev is on Derek's service at first for the Alzheimer's trial. Yes. And then he will talk, like, realizes Meredith would be better at it, and Mm -hmm. he's just not good at it. And I love that at the end, though, he was like, I'm still in the running for chief resident. Tell him that I had the patient's best interest in mind, which is actually a good point. Yeah. um, But, yeah, that was, like, I think the last part of that. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Lucy, I, okay, really quick before we talk about her. Overall, because I don't remember her storyline that well. Do we like her or no? I don't I hate her yet. I don't really have an opinion. Just, okay. She's just like an annoying character. Okay. She's not really in that much. She leaves, like, I feel like very quickly. At first I thought she was going to be, I couldn't remember if she dates Karev or. She does. Right, or Sloan. Because in the baby scenes with her, the way she was looking at Sloan, I was like, wait, is it him? But then I was no. like, it's, it's Karev. Yeah. So Karev is an idiot, calls a baby a turnip. Yeah, why did he do that? He just sometimes doesn't think. Yeah. I Like, they put it, the best way I can describe Karev is by what Arizona said when she said, I can teach him to be less of an ass. I can't, I don't need to teach him to care. Yeah, that was a great way I to I feel like it. that sums up his character. Yeah, perfectly. He cares a lot, but he's an asshole. Yeah. Um. So... He and but I don't understand too why he's like I think he thinks that Lucy's a nurse, right? She's wearing a pink like thing over her yeah. scrubs, and then realizes that she's the new OB or whatever, and she's gonna make Krev's life a living hell. Yeah, she kicks him out of the NICU, which you can't even do, but she does. Yeah, um, and then doesn't let him in surgery, but blah blah blah. Alex ends up sitting in the gallery because he still cares about his patient. They're sitting together and both growing through like the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. And then he asks her out for a drink and she says no. But I feel like they had an elevator moment. They did have an elevator moment. 
Also, like, I don't know. I felt like Rev was, like, out of control this whole episode. Yeah, like, he was off the-, the case, but he, like, shows up and is, like— he yells talk- at those parents. Yeah, is, like, talking behind the— pa- I was just like, Rev, co- yeah. like, cool it. You're out of control. Um, Why did I write this quote? You're the one who— And then to- he doesn't even really get in trouble. Like, because then, like, Lucy said something or Arizona says something to Lucy about, like, could you even kick him out of there? And then she she's like, like, no, I don't know. And and that's the part where Arizona's like, I'm going to teach him how to— Be less of an ass. Yeah, but I'm like, why isn't he getting in trouble for anything? For being absurd? I don't know. I guess he got kicked off the case, but whatever. I also—why did I—I I wrote, you're not the one who needs to keep his mouth shut. Oh, that was Christina. Christina says— to Alex in at lunch, you're the one who needs to keep your mouth shut, Cabbage Patch. But like calls oh, yeah. him out on his quote, which is great. Um, but um, yeah, I, I the one thing I will say is Lucy's speech about her patient is really sad. Where yes. she says, "That's how you get a woman to tear her own body apart. You promise her a baby." And I was like, "Fuck, dude, that's like a really great way to explain labor." Yeah, I wrote I wrote that quote down too. I wrote, "Yikes." Yeah. Because the way she was describing it in 48 hours and then yeah. pushing and all she could, I was just like, ha. Huh. I know. And then and you then, tear your body apart. Yeah. And then to not have a baby when you come out of it. And that's why she was really mad at Karev for just yeah. like, because that was her patient. I do feel like everything that happens to Karev, although his journey is kind of up and down, like this will shape him moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like I want to now kind of pay attention. Does he still say things like that about patients he doesn't know their story. Yeah. I wonder, like, if they've been consistent enough in the writing to, like, this was, like, hit him home a little bit. Yeah. Does he do it less after this? Yeah, that's a good, that's Um, a good point. I also think she's beautiful, Lucy. She got weird hair. She does have weird hair. It's, like, overly curly. Yeah. Like, fake. But I'm, I don't know. I I like her, with like, strong will. Uh Uh-huh. But we'll see. Yeah, I just, I don't think she's around for that long. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't really have anything else. I don't either. I just wanted to my one note is pretty much on her is oh here is Lucy. I don't really care for her. <laughs> so there's that. Perfect. Um, let's talk about let's talk about the trial and then we'll get into all the baby stuff. Okay. The trial stuff made me so sad, dude. Alzheimer's it's, sounds like such a fucking terrible disease. Yeah, like just the way. The, the way that they have these actors portraying the people trying to remember the word spoon yeah. brings me—it's so simple. And the way they're, like, the significant other with them, whether it's, it's like, sibling, staring. Yeah, like, and, like, trying. And that daughter, who's yeah. like, it's okay. And the mom, when she's like, I don't—why are we here? Yeah. That, like, broke me a little bit. I know. It's just really—I don't know. It's really sad. And I'm glad that Derek has Meredith back on the case because she is the, like, only one. Well, and I love that, like— um, Karev is with the patient pretty much the whole first episode, and then he, like, handles things really well at the end of the episode with the, um— With the wife. W- with the wife of the the patient. And Derek, like, praises Karev and is like, hey, you did a really good job. Like, see, you can do it. And Karev was like, that was all your wife, like— Giving me that advice. Yeah, I don't—this is depressing. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm not good at it. And, like, your wife is, and you should have her on the trial. And then she gets to be on the trial. I'm really happy. Yeah, and and like I yeah, because I loved when she was talking about how she had to talk to her mom about uh, herpes, is it or something? Yeah, or some like chlamydia, something like that. Yeah, like and had to act like she was her friend's college friend or her mom's college friend. And I just, 
I don't know. It was just, I think the way she's going to interact, even when she went to that one, it was like, I'll get Victoria. Who is she? Like, yeah. she knew exactly what to do. And I, yeah, I'm just glad she's on it. It's just really sad. It was weird how those, like, one spouses both had it and then, like, fell in love. Yeah, it was sad. Yeah, that would suck. That would suck so bad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This, like, it's a terrible, terrible disease. Oh, yeah, it was, it was um, herpes. Yeah, and I also really like in that scene, too, I think Mare and Alex bond a lot over the fact that they've both been caretakers. Like, I think yeah. that's something that brings them together. Like, Alex just hasn't taken care of someone with Alzheimer's, but he's right. done other things. Right, for sure. It was a really, like, sweet story about her mom. It was, like, sweet and sad. But yeah. she, like, realized, like, the best thing that I could do for my mother in that moment was, like, be her Be friend. that friend. Yeah. yeah. Don't and try to like, bring her oh, back. Yeah, That's, it's like the notebook all over again. Yeah. Um, I also, yeah, I just got really sad at the end of that. I think it's the end of 14 when um, that, it was the, the mother I just talked about already when she doesn't remember why she's there. I don't know. It's just really, it's, oh, it, and, and, okay, so let's talk about, so Weber finds in Alice's journals her research on a diabetes, like mm-hmm. something that could potentially solve diabetes. He believes Mare has the birthright. To this, also, he feels like some weird redemption story that it'll like help Meredith feel closer to her mom if right. she finishes her work, which is I feel like a Weber thing projecting onto her. Yeah, um, but either way, Christina is even like this is incredible. Like she's so smart. Like you could do this. Um, but Mayor hands it over to Weber and decides like I'm. I feel more connected. I love the way she said it. She said yeah. she goes. I realized how scared my mom must must have been with Alzheimer's. That's why she wrote everything down. Which is like even more eye opening to think that that's probably why Ellis journaled, not because right she liked journaling. Well, and then too that she's like I like I don't want to finish my mom's work. I just want to solve her disease. Yeah, or yeah, solve, yeah, not solve. yeah. <laughs> cure her, her cure her disease. Mm-hmm. Which I think, which I thought was interesting too, because that is not the course that Meredith ends up taking. She ends up following in her mother's footsteps and does general surgery. Right. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that right now she's like very interested in neuro, but that's not where she She ends ends up. up. Yeah. She also, it was weird. Weber says to her about the trial, it might change the way you think about her. It could be the greatest thing you both ever did. And I feel like that's just him having some like, I don't know. Like, I, I think that's about Chief. Yeah, I think so, too. I I also just wanted to bring up and ask your opinion. We've kind of talked about it before. Like, do you think that— I really hope that someday when this show comes to a close, it ha- circles back to something with Alzheimer's. I think it will. I think it has to. Just because I feel like we haven't talked about it much in newer seasons, but it was such— I mean, we're in season seven, and we're still— Talking he, yeah, about he's it. doing a trial because he's afraid that his wife is going to get Alzheimer's. Right, like I hope just because Derek died that doesn't, like that doesn't end. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it would be a great emotional, horrible, but like real life way for the show for to the go show out. to end. Yeah, don't you think? I think so. I think she has to have it in the end. I think so too. Like, how else would they end this show? Right. I don't know. Because did she ever take the test? Well, she, she did, did, but we don't know her results yet. Not yet. Okay. I um, think she does have the gene. Yeah, I also was like like thinking about this. I was like, man, that sucks. And then I was like, wait, my great grandma had it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, like I literally had a moment where I was like, ah, oh shit. I'm yeah. good. And yeah. I was like, wait, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. 
I guess I would rather just have it happen to me than have it happen to someone I have to take care of. I, yeah, maybe, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Put me in Palm Springs at a pool. <laughs> Put me in Palm Springs. <laughs> um, trying to see if I have anything else on the trial. Other than it's really cute when De- when she tells Derek that she's staying with him. And he's like, it's like, yay. Like he like literally pops up. He's like on his computer I just feel like it was like actual joy because he went from being afraid to having her on it to, I think, I love that he gave her the freedom to choose. Also. Yeah. Um, I was really sad that Mr. Cobbs got <gasps> the placebo. I think, oh, that was the other thing, how random it is. It's going to set up for the finale. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it does suck that it's random. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they had to do a placebo, but I guess that makes sense. Well, yeah, because you need like a control group or whatever. Right, right. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And I, I, know. I really got scared for a second. Alex was going to like try to. No, someone else does that. Right, right. I know. That's what's yeah. kind of terrible. Um, Cool. Anything else with that? Um, That's all I have. Okay, great. Pregnancy stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just start from the beginning. Yeah. And kind of, because I feel like it all interlaps, kind of. Also, yeah, growing like a weed in my uterus. <laughs> yeah, he says, not like a weed, like a mighty oak. We're yeah. going to be great parents. Mm-hmm. Why are they, like, in bed together again, though? And he's, I think because she came, there? yeah, she came okay. over to, like, because she goes back over to Arizona and right. is like, are you ready to talk? Right. Yeah, I know. love that she said, he goes, should we get married? And he, she goes, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I love that he asked her to get married. Yeah. I think it's very funny. And then he realizes like, okay, Lexi. good. Because I love Lexi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like immediately. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, Lexi. And like uh-huh. realizes that he did yep. this to her again. Also, we find out she's two months pregnant. Oh, we did? She says that to Arizona. Like, it's been, she goes, it's been two months. <sighs> yeah. Something. So, um. Um, she's still very mad. Yes, yes. She needs a minute, which I think is understandable. Agreed. But she doesn't hesitate when saying that she's in. like, like she's in. Yep. So that's a good sign. Callie also gives Mark the option to be the cool uncle and not the dad. Yes. And he's very offended by that. Very mad. I'm not the cool (laughs) uncle. Makes a great point to Derek when he says the cool uncle is fun until you're 13, then becomes the creepy uncle. That's very true. Very true. Um, um, I feel really bad for Derek when he, when Mark yes. tells Derek that he's pregnant or they're pregnant and Derek is like, how is it that Meredith and I have been trying and you look at someone and you get her pregnant? Right. You like know? he says it sort of lightly, but I think it is a little Triggering. bit more deep rooted than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I also liked the way that he told Derek. He just walks, he's like, Callie's having my baby. And Derek is just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't, when they share news with each other, there's no lead up. Yeah. They just, actually, this is how this whole show is. They just blurt things out to people. <laughs> like the way April found out Callie was pregnant. Yeah. She's like adjusting the hip. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, question. When Callie's getting all those medical tests done because she's nervous, how do, don't those all cost money? Do they, they should. Does it yeah. not matter because she works there and is holding this OB hostage? I don't know. Like, I would imagine, I mean, doctors still have insurance. Right. So yeah. it's all getting billed to her insurance. Um, she's very scared. Callie is very, yeah, very scared. Yeah, which I, she says, this was the part that got me. She goes, I am a hormone casserole. My body is not my own and something feels wrong in my metaphorical gut. Because yeah. she first, she's like, in my gut. He's like, like your abdomen. She's like, my metaphorical yeah. gut. Um, but I, I wrote, she's such a good actress too. Oh, and then she said, what if I do something and it messes the baby up? Mm-hmm. And like, I 
get that anxiety. Like, I imagine that would be what a lot of people would feel like when they got pregnant. Yeah. And wanting it very badly. And like scared to do anything. Yeah. Um, and she was bleeding, right? That's why she went in there. Right. Yeah. It was just such a really good vulnerable moment because she also says like everything in my life is difficult. It, it, yeah. Like, and why? everything sucks and doesn't work out. And it's true. I mean, like look at her past. Like she's And then look crazy- at the musical episode is coming up where she gets in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. She's not even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, yes. I love the line, um, Lucy says, no intercourse. Oh yeah. Arizona says, sing it, which is really funny. Wait. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wrote that, too. I couldn't remember who says that. That's, yeah. Nope, tampons, no intercourse. Sing, Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. It is. Um, she has a heartbeat. There's a heartbeat. They yeah, so they're all very happy. But then Mark has to tell Lexi. Yeah, which he's having dinner. Like, at first, he's like, I'm going to get my home-cooked meal first. Yeah, okay, But he Mark. can't. She's... She's so happy too, and she's like cooking and using spices. Yeah, and, like, and he's like, Callie's pregnant. And she's like, Oh my God, that's so exciting. Like, and then you see her face when you, yeah. yeah. And I love the only thing she says, I said, Lexi's face is so sad. And she says, How the hell did you get me in this position twice? And then she leaves. I know, and I wrote, That's it for them. Like, that is it. Oh, that was their last happy moment. Before. That's it. Before they, is the plane crash this season? No, it's season eight. So they just aren't together. They aren't together. Oh, they do they ever have like do they have longing looks? I think so, yeah, okay. but that's it. Fuck. Isn't that sad? I can't believe we have a whole season of them not together. I though. know. Wanting uh, to be she's together. She's going to be with Jackson though, right? Yeah. And that's then uh, isn't Jackson do plastics and yeah, working they, together? They Fuck. break up. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Luckily Mark will have a child to like be distracted by. Hope yeah, but I think, well, and then he ends up dating someone. Yeah. Fuck. And then they die. Yeah. yeah this anyway. sucks that you're right. We should have honored this episode. Yeah, but. Here it goes. Well, and they weren't together that long. They weren't, like, when they got back together. It was, like, two episodes, two or three. Yeah. Damn. I know. I can't believe we care about them so much when they I know. That's happy. what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was really cute. Arizona says right before that scene with Mark and Lexi, to Callie, she goes, that's my baby in there, and I don't want anything to happen to my baby. And yeah. it's really cute to hear her say my. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really precious. I love it. Um, okay. So then the whole next episode is, like, Mark and <laughs> Arizona, like, controlling the shit. Give Callie an Emmy, though, for her acting in this one. Dude, yeah. Um Right in the beginning, I did, I was like, I don't really like Arizona telling her what she has to do in regards yeah. to eating and drinking on her pregnancy. I was like, she's allowed to have a cup of coffee. Let her have the damn coffee. Right. Like, I, like, I get it. Like, I get the, I get it. Like, you're trying to make sure that your partner is making healthy choices while she's pregnant. But it's not like she's fucking drinking alcohol. Right, right. She's like, they're a cup of coffee. And a, a peanut butter sandwich, sandwich. Which is like, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, the little controlling factor was a little alarming to yeah. me as well. Yeah. Um, I also love that when they're talking about the test, um, oh yeah, I said I would not want Arizona as my spouse while I'm pregnant. And then I go, although I can see myself doing the same thing Arizona is <laughs> doing. Like if I'm not the pregnant one thinking yeah. that I know best, even mm-hmm. though I don't. Um, but okay, so then, because they're talking about 
a something that showed caffeine was actually bad or whatever, some trial. And yeah. Ellie goes, it was like with rats. And she goes, I'm not a rat. <laughs> and like, I just loved that she says that. I love that Kelly's just so irritated. And she looks at Kepner and she's like, Kepner, I need you to speak differently. <laughs> and then, then Kepner says, like with an accent. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. This episode was funny. Yeah, Callie was really funny in this episode. And then later when the video thing is happening, they're like, Kevner, talk to the camera. And she's like, like I normally talk. (laughs) Like she has another moment. And it's true. As soon as she starts talking, she's like, "Um, Mr. So-and-so had a, like, it is just so up there. Um, During that scene where she's like, I need you to talk differently. And she's like, doesn't really get it. And she's like, all right, I need you to go get me a coffee and a muffin. And then Callie goes back and forth, back and forth. And then she's like, no coffee. And then Arizona, or I'm sorry, April's like, but do you still want the muffin? She's like, yeah, like <laughs> fucking idiot, yeah. which is so funny because it's not obvious at all, but she's just so mean to April. She's ra- hormonally raging it's and so I love funny. it. Um, it's like just unhinged and beautiful. I just love it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's the video thing. Um, oh, I also just said, Callie advocating for her body independence while popping a hip is the funniest thing I've ever seen. She yeah. really needs caffeine. And I love that it's Owen that's like, get her a caffeine yeah. now. She's deprived. Yeah. And she's then like, thank you. April's like, you're pregnant. She's like, shut, shut up. up. <laughs> yeah, she's just out of control in the best way. Uh, um, and then she comes home and the way she drops into that oh, chair, like and then, her speech. Yeah. And telling Mark that, like, and the baby wants a foot rub. And Mark's like, I'll oh. go get the lotion. Like, so uncomfortable with what just happened. I just love that she goes, as I, as I, and as I house the baby, I will get a vote for him or her and a vagina vote. <laughs> so she essentially gets three votes. So no matter what, she wins. She gets to do what she wants. I'm going to use that reasoning if I ever yeah, it's am great. in a threesome and then I get pregnant. Yeah. So. Perfect. Um, it was just a great moment for her. I love her like wanting pregnancy so bad and now she's in it and she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I loved the word oh, a casserole or hormonal casserole. That's a great. I'm going to use that from yeah. now on as a way to describe how I'm feeling. I'm going to give my vagina a vote always. <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah. Especially in this next election. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have like random notes? I do have some. Is that okay? Yes, I do as well. Okay. I have Derek calling the roommates the kids. It's very cute. <laughs> the kids are <laughs> yeah. not home yet. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, I had when they're when they're doing the putting the medicine in the brain that it's like the dentist but worse because it's your brain like the sounds oh, and you're yeah. awake. I just yeah, I did have having your head drilled while being awake sounds absolutely terrifying. Yep. Um, I also have Bailey is having a milkshake and she just goes, "Chief, this is my milkshake time." <laughs> and he was like, "There is no, no milkshake no. time." <laughs> she just is perfect. Like Bailey yeah. is perfect. Um. Okay, I have. Have you seen the movie Sophie's Choice? No. Me either. They referenced it, and I didn't get the joke. Yeah, I've never seen it. Great. Perfect. Um, And then I love the line. So Jackson starts working with Mark in plastics, which is where he ends up, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of cool to see. Because I also feel like Jackson has has had zero footing. Yeah. He's, like, not doing well. So, But Mark says to him— you're genetically blessed. Speaking from personal experience, that will help you with plastics. And then Jackson's all like pouty about it. And he goes, poor Mr. Green Eyes. Let's not pretend being beautiful is a bird, <laughs> which I just think is perfect. Um, he says it's better than a billboard. Okay, did you see when they were doing that operation on that nose? 
If you didn't, I'm going to be a little mad because it was violent. No, I don't think I did. That whole conversation, Mark and Jackson, when they're operating, they're hammering into yeah. someone's nose. Like, like first they take a drill and it's up the things and it's like, gah, 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 and it's showing the face, like the whole scene. And then Mark is holding like a piece of like a tube and Jackson just keeps hammering it. And it's literally into the nose. Isn't that how you do a nose job? I think so, but I, I think it was, like, comical that they were, like, talking about these light things. But, yeah. like, while, ha- like, they just showed so much of the surgery. I was, I have, like, eight notes on it. Like, oh, I no, like, I don't think I was paying attention oh, to that. Oh, I was like, please stop. Why is this, like, I was just like, I can't look at this. Please, so, no more. I don't like nose or teeth things. Like, yeah. They show the gums. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. It's too much. Um, I feel like Mark is a little patronizing about Lexi. Like how he talks to Jackson about her. Yeah, I totally agree. He like babies her, but in a way that doesn't give her like a say. He's always kind of done that. I didn't like the scene where Arizona, where like Callie was like about to drink a coffee and then Arizona like shook her head at her. You can do what you want. Yeah, and like shamed her. But I was like, what? Stop it. And Teddy's like watching that. Yeah. And makes it Teddy too was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was weird. I also liked when, this is the Thatcher thing I forgot to say. Mark, Lexi's mad at Meredith for not hating him. And she goes, hate him with me. And like, that's, yeah. I feel like such a friend thing or sister when you like want yes. them to have the same opinion as you. Um, And then, yeah, I just wrote, is this when Jackson starts to like her? But it clearly is. Because yeah. he doesn't share with Mark. Right. What she's upset about. Yes, because she's upset about Being Mark. Behind. Yeah, leaving her behind. Do you think if Jackson would have told him that, that would have given Mark any sort of insight or do you think they're doomed from the start? I think they're doomed from the start because I don't think Lexi wants to be a, a part. Uh, she doesn't want to be a mom. She doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It's kind of like the Owen and Christina. Like, Christina didn't want kids. No yeah. I think, you. like, Mark could have tried to be like, I'm not leaving you behind or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, Mark wants a child. Yeah. And Lexi doesn't yeah. at this point. So. Um. I do think it's kind of shady that he withholds, but it's also shady that Mark is making him dig for information. So, yeah, I do like that he uses the candy and the perfect, like it works exactly like how Mark said, like if you put candy in front of her. Yeah, and she just like, yeah. Um, That's all I have. Same Z's. Okay. Do you want to do a notes and trivia? Yeah. You can go first if you want. Okay. Don't Deceive Me. This episode's title originated from the song Don't Deceive Me, Please Don't Go, originally sung by James Brown. The episode scored 11.18 million viewers. If you look carefully at the phone Lexi holds during the scene where Chief gets a message from a former student, you can see that it actually it is actually her lines. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, huh. It's the first episode to be directed by Kevin McKidd, the huh. actor who pr- portrays Owen. He was very nervous and barely slept throughout the weeks of preparing and filming. The day before filming began, Patrick Dempsey called Kevin to assure him he would follow every direction with no questions asked, which he did. Oh, Mark and Lexi's last kiss was in this episode, marking the end of their relationship. Told ya. Does he kiss her when she's dead? Probably not. Maybe, but we don't see it, I don't think. She's trapped under the plane. Yeah. He's not trapped? No. How'd he die? He dies from, like, uh, internal something. Yeah, no, or he was hurt. He, yeah, he, had a, he goes it. into a coma and then some other Ugh. shit. I don't know. All right, go for it. Uh, PYT, Pretty Young Thing. This episode title originated from the song originally sung by Michael Jackson. This episode scored 10.47 million viewers. And at the beginning of the episode, Christina related the two medical trials Meredith was offered to help with— to Sophie's choice, Peter Mc, 
McNichol, who plays Dr. Robert Stark, was one of the three main actors in that movie. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Okay, the Catherine Fox Award. Yes. Who should we give it to? Ooh, that's hard. Callie? For just, like, being Being? pregnant and (laughs) advocating for her own body. I feel like Callie's a great vote. I also— Oh, yeah. Is I feel like I'm going to have to say Callie. Otherwise, Meredith, I think for diving into a trial that yeah. is probably very emotional, but doing a really good job at it. Yeah. Those would be my two votes. I'm going to give it to Callie. Okay, perfect. Because um, she doesn't get it very often. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, and then rating it. So I don't know why I laughed. The th- first episode, I was like, meh. The second one, I laughed a lot. I'm feeling optimistic tonight, and I enjoyed it and would watch that episode again. So I'm giving it like a uh, seven and a half. Great. Or an eight. An eight? Wow. I don't know. I really laughed. That's great. I'm giving it an eight. I'm giving it a six, Scalpels. I just like was not. I felt like they were very much like filler episodes. And um, yeah, so. That's fine. Our average is seven. Great. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to? No. Happy to be back. Happy to have you. Uh, Do you want to call time of time? Sure. I will when I do <laughs> the math. It is time of death 2146. Peace.